AfroTales Podcast is a part of the Connected Podcast Network. Well, hello there. I'm Amon Mazingo, your storyteller, and this is Season 2 of the AfroTales Podcast, where we journey through the Americas and the Caribbean to explore the tales that grew from its African diaspora. I want to thank Art by Chalet for the beautiful episode art, and especially thank you for joining us on today's adventure. Well, we're here. We've landed in South America. So why don't we take time to journey through here and enjoy some stories from Suriname. Or what they call the second Guyana. Chef, chef. Yes, Glio. Don't you love how we get to share our stories and recipes? Yes, I enjoy it greatly. Do you know what makes it possible for everyone to hear us? Yes, Glio. Our voices, obviously. True, but it's also Anchor. A hosting platform that distributes the podcast to places like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and others. Oh, yes. And isn't everything needed to make a podcast in one place? That's correct. And the best thing of all, Chef, it's free. Free, you say? Free. And all I had to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So, you just had to download the Anchor app. Or go to anchor.fm to get started. Yep. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and do what we're doing now. Fantastic, Grio. Simply fantastic. I know, Chef. I know. Help or no help? One time, one time, there was a big fire in the woods. All the trees were in flames, and nearly all the animals were burned to death. To get away from the heat, snakes slithered into a deep hole. The fire went on for a long time, but at last was put out by a heavy rain. Thank God. When the danger was over, Snake tried to climb out of the hole, but try as he would, he couldn't get up the sides. He cried out to everyone who passed by to help him, but no one dared because they were scared of getting bit by him. To each, he promised not to bite, of course, but no one would take the chance. At last, a hunter came along and took pity on him. He pulled him out, but as soon as Snake was free, he turned on the hunter and was about to bite him. You can't bite me after I pulled you out of the hole. And why shouldn't I? Because you shouldn't harm people who have been kind to me. But how am I sure 
that everyone acts this way. All right, let's put the case before a competent judge. Snake agreed. So together they set out for the city. On the way they met Horace, Hunter and Snake told their story again and asked if anyone should return evil for good. Horace neighed. <coughs> saying, I usually get whipped for those services I do for mom. Then they saw an ass and asked him the same question. As he hard, <coughs> saying, uh, they uh, beat me with a stuck for the good sources I do. Then they met a cow and told her the story and asked her if it was right for Snake to act this way. Cow bellowed. Um, I was expecting to be slaughtered for my good services. Snake then claimed he had won the case. I have won! And lifted his head to strike Hunter. But Hunter said, I don't know. I have yet to agree. Let's put the case before Anansi, who is very wise. Snake agreed, and so they continued on their way. Well, they came to the city where Anansi dwelled, and it so happened they found him at home. They told him all that had happened, and what Horace, Ass, and Cow had said. And they asked Anansi to settle the dispute fairly, that is. Anansi looked thoughtfully. And shaking his head said, My friends, I cannot say who is right until I have seen with my own eyes how everything happened. Let us go back to the exact spot. Well then, all three walked back to the hole in the woods out of which Hunter had helped Snake. And Anansi asked them to act out everything just exactly as it had happened. So, so Snake slid down into the hole and began calling for assistance. Hunter pretended to be passing and turning to the hole was about to help Snake out again when Anansi stopped him saying, Wait, wait, I will settle the dispute now. Hunter, you must not help Snake this time. Snake should try to get out without any assistance so that he will appreciate a kind act. Snake had to stay in the hole and was hungry the whole time. At last, after many tries, he managed to get out. But experience had been a good master and Snake had learned a lesson well. Sometime later, Hunter was caught poaching in the king's woods and was thrown into prison. Snake heard of it and made his mind up to help Hunter. So he hastened to the king's palace. Unobserved, he approached the king. When he got the chance, he suddenly bit the king and succeeded in making his escape before anyone could catch him. Then he made his way to the prison in which Hunter was confined. He found a way to enter it. He calmed the hunter's fears and said, A while ago, you did me a favor. 
and now by experience I have learned to appreciate it. I come now to aid you. Listen, I have just bitten the king and he is very sick and will die from the poison. I bring you the only cure for my bite. It is known to me alone. Send word to the king that you can cure him, but that you won't do it unless he promises to give you his only daughter in marriage. Snake gave the hunter the cue, using three different kinds of leaves, and then left. Hunter did as Snake told him. He sent words saying that he could cure the king and asked as reward his release from prison and the king's daughter in marriage. The king, being afraid of dying, was overwhelmed, so he consented. The king was quickly cured and back to health. The hunter married the princess. And I know because I got drunk at the wedding. The end. This one was interesting for me. I read this story before a while ago. Um, and I had planned on doing it last season, but I decided against it. It was, you know, I have so many stories to choose from. And this season, just looking at the title, I was like, oh, I want to do it. Like, I've read a few um, paragraphs and was like, oh, I'm doing this story. But I didn't read all the way to the end because I thought I remembered how it ended. And But in doing the recording, I, you know, I'm reading it to the end. And I'm like, I forgot it ended like that. Um. Because in my mind, and I'm pretty sure as you li- you were listening to it, you thought to yourself too, oh, the snake is going to bite him. Um, he's going to be, he's done, he's done for. And then when Anansi um, did, did what he did, uh, maybe even thought, oh, well, that's the end of the story. It's done. You know, he, he learned his lesson, went on about his business. There's nothing more to it. But then when the hunter winds up in jail and... I was like, oh, yeah, (laughs) I forgot about this part. (laughs) I forgot about this part of the story. And then gets the princess and everything like that. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot this had a happy ending. The snake did learn his lesson. He did come back and help help him. Um, It's just funny because reading so many stories, sometimes I mix up the endings for some of them. And, you know, what I think is the ending isn't the ending until I get ready to record an episode. And I'm like, oh. Wow, yes. This is how this ends. Oh. <laughs> it's far different than what I remember. <laughs> um, but I, I love this story. I do. Um, I think it's a interesting story because, you know, Snake is just being a snake in the beginning. You know, he's like, this is what people do. You know, you people help you, but you that, don't, that doesn't mean anything. You know, you, you still bite them. You still... You know, do your thing. I'm still a snake. I'm still going to do what snakes do. You know, and he go and they go to the horse, and the horse is like, yeah, they're, they're still going to beat me. And you know, I'm glad the horse didn't know about the glue factory. Oh my god, you know, 
And he would have been like, yeah, they're still going to send me off to the glue factory afterwards. You know, um, they go to the, the donkey, the ass, and um, he's like, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm still going to get my butt whooped. No matter what, no matter how good I do for my, for man and mankind, I'm still going to, you know, be hurt for it. Um, the cow, too. The slaughter isn't even the word that I would have used, like, how much we do to cows. You know, it's funny listening to a comedian recently, and they talked about how much we take from cows, the, the, their kids, their milk, their skin, their meat, you know, everything of a cow. We just take everything from it, and it gives us so much, you know, because it gives us so much. And it's like, you know, see, these animals do such nice things. These people, these good Samaritans, you know, they do such nice things for man, and man still treats them like, you know, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but um, but just one good act could return a good act to you. And a lot of people don't feel that. A lot of people are like, oh, why be nice to people? I'm not going to get anything in return for it. First of all, if you're only being nice because you think you're getting something in return, you're not. That just defeats the whole purpose. If you're just doing something to help somebody out, you know, you'd be surprised what comes back later on. You know, you'd be surprised that, you know, you may get a blessing and don't even realize that it's because you did that nice thing, you know. You don't always have to be looking to, you know, treat somebody wrong or think everybody, you know, is out to get you. It's just not what, you don't have to. And it took me a long time to, you know, figure that out. Sometimes, you know, I would do nice things and it seemed like I always get done wrong. But then when I look back at a lot of the blessings I have, you know, just being here today, sometimes I be like, the fact that I'm here is because it's things I've done nice. And, you know, things I've done wrong. You know, you know, we all know those those people. But, yeah, just just do it. And you be surprised what you get. You know, you lend somebody $100, spend that $100 back, but you don't ever get it. Then all of a sudden, you know, you look in your bank account, you got $300 that you don't know where it came from. Like, I might not have got it back from that person, but I did get it back yet and still. You know what I'm saying? So just just be nice. You know? That's all I have to say about it. And uh as always, thank you for coming on this journey with me. <laughs> like, I don't really have anything else to go. So thank you for being on this journey. Um and thank you for listening to my voice and my trials and errors with editing and because I do it all myself. I'm a one-man show here. Um, but I love it. I do it for you guys. I'm trying to get better at it all the time. And hopefully one day I can be on, do this on YouTube. Never know. But anyway, I'm rambling. Um, thank you for this journey. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And as always, have a blessed, blessed, blessed day. <laughs>
The fire went on for a long time, but at last was put out by a heavy rain. Thank God. When the danger was over, Snake tried to climb out of the hole. But try as he would, he couldn't get up the sides. He cried out to everyone who passed by to help him, but no one dared because they were scared of getting bit by him. To each, he promised not to bite, of course, but no one would take the chance. At last, a hunter came along and took pity on him. He pulled him out, but as soon as Snake was free, he turned on the hunter and was about to bite him. You can't bite me after I pulled you out of the hole. And why shouldn't I? Because you shouldn't harm people who have been kind to me. But how am I sure that everyone acts this way? All right, let's put the case before a competent judge. Snake agreed. So together they set out for the city. On the way they met Horace, Hunter and Snake told their story again and asked if anyone should return evil for good. Horace neighed, <coughs> saying, I usually get whipped for those services I do for mom. Then they saw an ass and asked him the same question. As he hard, <coughs> saying, uh, they uh, beat me with a stuck for the good sources I do. Then they met a cow and told her the story and asked her if it was right for Snake to act this way. Cow bellowed. Um, I was expecting to be slaughtered for my good services. Snake then claimed he had won the case. I have won! and lifted his head to strike Hunter. But Hunter said, I don't know. I have yet to agree. Let's put the case before Anansi, who is very wise. Snake agreed, and so they continued on their way. Well, they came to the city where Anansi dwelled, and it so happened they found him at home. They told him all that had happened and what Horace, Ass, and Cow had said. And they asked Anansi to settle the dispute fairly, that is. Anansi looked thoughtfully, and shaking his head said, My friends, I cannot say who is right until I have seen with my own eyes how everything happened. Let us Go back to the exact spot. Well then, all three walked back to the hole in the woods, out of which Hunter had helped Snake. And Anansi asked them to act out everything, just exactly as it had happened. So, so Snake slid down into the hole and began calling for assistance. Hunter pretended to be passing and turning to the hole was about to help Snake out again when Anansi stopped him saying, wait, wait, I will settle the dispute now. Hunter, you must not help Snake this time. 
Snake should try to get out without any assistance so that he will appreciate a kind act. Snake had to stay in the hole and was hungry the whole time. At last, after many tries, he managed to get out. But experience had been a good master, and Snake had learned a lesson well. Sometime later, Hunter was caught poaching in the king's woods and was thrown into prison. Snake heard of it and made his mind up to help Hunter. So he hastened to the king's palace. Unobserved, he approached the king. When he got the chance, he suddenly bit the king and succeeded in making his escape before anyone could catch him. Then he made his way to the prison in which Hunter was confined. He found a way to enter it. He calmed the hunter's fears and said, A while ago, you did me a favor. And now by experience, I have learned to appreciate it. I come now to aid you. Listen, I have just bitten the king. And he is very sick and will die from the poison. I bring you the only cure for my bite. It is known to me alone. Send word to the king that you can cure him. But that you won't do it unless he promises to give you his only daughter in marriage. Snake gave the hunter the cure using three different kinds of leaves and then left. Hunter did as Snake told him. He sent word saying that he could cure the king and asked as reward his release from prison and the king's daughter in marriage. The king, being afraid of dying, was overwhelmed, so he consented. The king was quickly cured and back to health. The hunter Marry the princess. And I know because I got drunk at the wedding. The end. Thank you again for your time. Thank you for supporting and sharing this podcast with your family and friends. You can always find AfroTales Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you want to leave me a message or a tweet, I can be found on Twitter at AfroTalesCast, on Instagram and Facebook at AfroTales Podcast, and now on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash AfroTales Podcast, where you can financially support me for the price of one small cup of coffee however you support i thank you and i appreciate it always so until next time have a great day Music.